until Christ is all in all. That's kind of what we're shooting for. In this life, we look for comfort in different places. And we find consolation sometimes in entertainment, sometimes in eating, in more destructive ways, in drugs and gambling and bad behavior. But Christ is always there waiting to be our divine consolation. But he's not going to compete. We have to look to him for that consolation and for that comfort. And the more we do, the more our soul awakens within us. And the farther and farther we get away from physical comfort. Uh, physical consolations. Now we see that in the case of the martyrs because we wonder how they were able to endure so much physical suffering and pain and torment and intimidation. In our culture we don't want to offend people, we don't want to make them feel uncomfortable, it has nothing to do with shedding blood for Christ, it's just that our culture values being appropriate and politically correct and we find people that are crazy that are fanatics so we're kind of hemmed in in a way but I don't know if you've followed in the news lately there's a young pregnant woman who also has a, a child already she was raised as an Orthodox Christian and her husband is a Christian but her father was Muslim and they say call her an uh, apostate because she's left the Muslim faith, so they've condemned her to a hundred lashes and hanging by death. And up to this point, they've put out that punishment for many people, but they've never carried it out. Uh, that is because everybody else renounced their faith and returned to the Muslim faith. But this woman says, I've never been a Muslim. Our father left when I was a kid. I'm an Orthodox Christian. So she's in jail with her baby right now, waiting to give birth. She's in her eighth month, I believe. And then after that, they're going to give her 100 lashes and hang her, so they say. But here's a woman that understands in a very practical way Christ's divine consolation. When faced with the choice of denying Christ and living or standing up to this intimidation, she chose to let Christ be her strength and her power. Now, in the world that we live in today, there's so many confessions of faith and so much to choose from, and we're so splintered in so many directions. But now there's a movement to bring people back together and that is, as we saw last night uh, at the Catholic Orthodox presentation, we see the history of those attempts. They were recounted to us very well by Father Robert, who gave us a great outline of the history of Catholic Orthodox dialogue of bringing people back together, to bring them and unite them. Uh, and he shows and points out how difficult it is for us to overcome what has been divided and laid asunder. But the commonality and what transcends all the debate and dialogue and resistance 
is what Pope Francis calls the dialogue of charity. That we really have to come together and not be distracted by all these splinter groups and those that would separate us, but really come humbly before one another and be bold and be clear and work out our differences and stay to it till we do so that we can present a strong and united faith to the world. It's a daunting task and it's not an easy road, but it's a worthwhile effort so that we can be a witness to the world, so that people can encounter Christ in a real and tangible way, so that each of us gets to that point where, as we chanted in the, in the Kekragadia tonight about the, about the martyrs and, and what they suffered and what they gave up, it wasn't, it wasn't sheer willpower, it was who they were as people. They had arrived at that point in their life where that was their only consolation. And they so far separated themselves from worldly consolation, not that the world is a bad place and we do enjoy what God has given us, but when it comes to choosing consolation from this world or waiting for Christ's consolation, we have to grow into that, waiting for Christ's consolation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.